Start recording. All right, we are live. Welcome to the Midnight Gospel with Will and Case. Now, have you seen Midnight Gospel? I think I meant, I think I remember you mentioning it. Shane mentioned it to me. So it's like this. I feel like it's Adult Swim. I don't know if it's really Adult Swim, but it feels like an Adult Swim cartoon. But it's like this really whack ass, very trippy cartoon. But basically what it is is it's a podcast and he's like interviewing somebody and then they put this cartoon behind it that's just wild like the premise is the guy is on this planet and he's like a oh shit some some kind of like space farmer i don't know and he like goes to the computer and says oh i want to go visit this planet computer plug me in uh this planet looks cool i want to be this avatar and he gets plugged in to the computer and sent to this planet. And now he's this avatar. And in this reality, reality he's like interviewing whoever's there. And it's trippy as shit. But the whole time, it's like a podcast. Like he's interviewing somebody. And this wild shit's happening on the cartoon. But everything is so damn deep. I, I, I can't even keep up. Are they so? Is it like they're? Per, is it? Are they pretending? Are they like playing a character and inside the pot, like and then doing a podcast? Or are they? You know, I haven't really analyzed it that well because I get so caught up in the show that, and some of the parts are are like clearly like they're saying something that fits the cartoon. But then it goes right back into the podcast that they're talking about. And every one of them is a theme. And it might be like the one I watched today was about uh, how Buddhism feels about consciousness. And, and each person's consciousness is a point, is like a node in this net, this webbing of consciousness. And the connections between the nodes... Like, it's not about the connections between, it's about the nodes themselves that make up this giant weave that all becomes one giant consciousness. Like, we're not our own person, our own being, even though we think we are. We feel, like, self-aware and, like, we're this one thing, but we're we're actually connected to the whole web of, of every living thing that there is, from, from microscopic organisms to... to gods like right I mean, okay um oh, holy shit and that was just one episode but in the episode <laughs> the character that they're like attached to is like well he's interviewing this bird that is the the consciousness of this guy stuck in jail and the guy keeps trying to escape from jail but he keeps dying and every time he dies because it's like a soul prison every time he dies he can't really die he just gets reborn so he like keeps figuring out how to escape from this prison because he keeps dying and he knows what's going on and he gets to like try again but every time he does he like all three of them die and have to experience that death which is like wearing on them at, and at the same time uh, anyway what the hell okay that that kind of okay so i just seen a movie that reminded me of a movie i just saw called palm springs it's a Hulu mm. original. Haven't heard of it. And it has uh, Andy Samberg from okay. uh, Lonely Island in it. Yeah, I like him. Like he gets he gets stuck in a time loop, right? 
what that for some reason that remind me of uh remind me of that yeah, he gets yeah. stuck in a time loop and it's like he has to live, relive the same day over and over again and then he uh so he does and it's all what you know bunch of shenanigans he does but he uh, ends up getting someone stuck in the time loop with him and oh pretty good. it was a pretty fun movie but he's like conscious of what happened in the previous time loop so where he oh yeah 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 so like so like, yeah, he can make any changes he wants. If he dies, the time loop resets, or if he goes to sleep, it resets. Oh, uh, okay. so you, you can like kill yourself and then just like reset it, or you can just go to like live the live the whole day and then it reset when oh. you wake up. Whoa, that's pretty cool. And it feels like the movie Groundhog Day, which I only vaguely remember. I think that I think that's like actually like one of the like critics say it's a funny Groundhog Day or whatever. Uh, okay, right, right, right. Like a modern remake of that. Exactly. Okay, I'm totally down with that, and probably we'll watch it because I'm not going to be doing much of crap for the next couple days. Yes, sir. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, 10 a.m. I'm getting the three wisdom teeth removed. And we'll just lay around eating non-solid foods and uh, hopefully high-strength painkillers and uh, laying in bed. It's going to, you know, it's going to suck just being, like, bedridden. Uh, I think you were saying bedridden and my internet cut out. But so, it sounded what, what exactly like... You have to get done again what are you getting done i am having three wisdom teeth removed both uppers and my lower left uh the lower right is not being removed because it is sideways punching into my rear molar which sounds bad uh but it's covered up by gum still and the roots of that tooth are right up against the nerves in my jaw and if they screw something up, removing that, then I'll have permanent lip numbness. So they said since it's not really causing a problem, I don't have any pain over there or anything, but since it's not causing a problem, they should leave it because the dangers of messing something up are real and not worth yeah, chancing. Yeah, that's, that's actually scary. Yeah. I think my bottom two are growing in like that, so that doesn't give me... Like last time I got my x-rays done... They're like, oh, we can get these out for you. Um, uh, like, they're growing in kind of weird. They're like, are they bothering you right now? And I was like, nah. I was like, well, I, I guess it's not something we have to do immediately. But, but uh, I have all four of mine. A couple of them are like half covered in gum and half out, which is bad because well, that can decay. Yeah, it's hard to clean. And then bacteria and stuff grow. And So I want to get those out. It's a good thing, I think, to go ahead and do. Like, well, the big problem is one of mine came in at an angle up against the rear molar. And so because of the angle, there was like a cavity between the two below that I can't clean. And it developed a cavity in the cavity. You know what I'm saying? There was a space yeah. between the two, developed a cavity. Um, and is causing me excruciating pain in addition to the abscess that is formed at the root of that wisdom tooth. Um, 
So I've been taking heavy uh, antibiotics to kill the infection. So I don't get what what is it sepsis or something that'll, that'll kill you in surgery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. So um, I have that cleared up. I, I haven't been in pain for the past few nights, other than like a dull, which I'm sure is a cavity, uh, other than a dull pain. But it's not sharp. Uh, cry myself to sleep pain, like it was previously. Right. And yeah, tooth pain is. No freaking joke. Oh man, it's so bad. I, like it's in the like drilling into your head, and there's nothing you can do. And I've I've never. I guess I have a th- high threshold for pain from from what people have told me, um, and I do not think they are correct based on the past uh, couple months. Because <laughs> that's been horrible, and I try not to be a whiny bitch, but. Holy crap, it sucks. <laughs> no, if you're gonna if there's anything to like if there's any pain in this world to whine about, I think uh tooth <laughs> pain is uh, definitely okay. De- definitely tooth pain. Yeah. Oh man. It's so bad. I get sensitivity. Okay. Like I don't cuz uh, my dentist told me I had a uh, deep tooth anatomy, which is well, pretty much, I'm saying I almost have cavities, so like oh. I get I get some sensitivity. I don't know if that's exactly what he meant by that, but <laughs> I get some sensitivity in like my molars and stuff when I think stuff that's like too cold or okay, uh, like ice cream will do it, sweets will do it. So it's definitely probably uh, I need to get some fillings. I think. Yeah, it's been probably like a year and a half since I've been to the dentist. Oh man, it's been so much longer than that. I do not want to admit it. Um, and right, it's one of those things you just put off. <laughs> yeah, like that's a, a man mentality. Like you ignore it until it's a problem, and then you're like, "All right, now that this is a problem, and it has to be like a real problem. Now that this is a problem, I guess I'll fix it." Um, right? Like what the hell? Yeah, why are we so screwed up? But it is what it is, I don't know. Uh, so, that's um, as daunting as it is exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Right, just make sure you get someone to record you coming off the... You're going out, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I am. My madman of a friend, his name is Max, he did <laughs> all four awake. Mad Max. Um, What? Yeah, he did all four awake, and well, they did like a root canal, and oh. they like fixed. They did some like other handy work down in there, but yo, he was awake, dude. Oh my god, yo, he is a madman. I mean, uh, well, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm going to sleep. I thought. I mean, there's a lot that's happened. I can't really remember for sure, <laughs> but I'm almost positive. I'm. I'm. I, I, I think think we were talking about before and you were like yeah that he gave me the option and this and that oh me <laughs> okay good good that sounds right then <laughs> i think you told me that it, that was what was gonna happen i <laughs> hope so because <laughs> uh, you I get like... there like all right casey well you opted for the um no anesthesia right you ready for this oh 
Oh no, you chose. There's no going back. And the next time you get this appointment <laughs> is a year and a half from now. So. Oh my god. Not a buttercup. I would cry. I mean, I'd do it, but I'd cry. Uh, did you know? That's like a thing. Somebody was telling me it actually. We're about to get our cat scheduled to be uh, spayed and neutered because they're male and female. So I don't have right. to remember which is which. I can pretend like I know. Um, that that's like an option. Like, do you want to pay extra for them to have anesthesia? If not, they'll do it without anesthesia. Can you can, like? That's a what? thing. As far as I know, this is hearsay. I haven't fact-checked this. But, what? No. What? Why? No. What? Like, I've really got to... But, but it's not the first time I've heard this. So, I mean, I don't just believe everything don't I've heard. Like, like, for females, they have to like actually... like cut into there don't they yeah like it's surgery surgery i don't see how that's possible it's like I, super invasive maybe for like like you know how you like throw a rubber band around a goat's balls yeah uh, yep yep i sure do actually we've done it so well with so like, cows oh oh jesus christ those are huge uh, <laughs> true <laughs> not when there's eight months old though but oh, yes okay okay <laughs> uh, so, but like, so for like a male cat, I I could see it. They just like you know make an incision, maybe like just a local anesthetic. But for like a female, I don't understand how that would work without some sort of uh, nighty night. I I don't either. And like with Cosmo, he has very cute balls, and <laughs> if you like poke them, he's not a fan of it. If you like, were don't to touch, don't touch my nuts, dude. Right. If you were to cut them with a knife, there is no way. Like they have to sedate them in some way, but maybe it's more of a sedation and not an anesthesia. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what the difference is. They sedate them, but they're not like putting them under, or they're not. I I don't I don't know. I'm kind of really curious. We're gonna be uh, probably. Monday, we're going to be scheduling their, uh, their snippety snips. So hopefully I will learn more and be able to come back and say for sure. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I would feel really bad. I mean, I want to get it done, actually. It's, it's heavy on my list of things to get done. I want to get the snip snip. Uh, I've been considering it, but I'm going to wait a couple of years probably. Yeah, I mean, some some things or somehow it can be reversed or whatever. And if it could, so let's say it could, why wouldn't they do that ahead of time? Like, you're a baby, we're going to take your foreskin, and we're going to snip your balls. And, <laughs> and like... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're talking about, like making people sterile yes like like sterilize the population yes sterilize the population and then once you are <laughs> capable of making a decision you can't buy fucking cigarettes until you're 21 but you could go have a fucking baby at 14 how does that make sense 
Like right. Well, I get. Is it? That's all. That's a fucking huge ethical oh, issue right there. That's a big ass can of worms, and I understand that. And some people are like, oh, my body and child and my right and blah blah blah. Like right. there's a whole like people, bunch of shit. Same way people get, uh, you know, some people get really sensitive about circumcision. Right. Right. Like uh, really sensitive. I'm like, I don't know. Come on, guys, chill. Yeah, yeah. I don't know either. My my dick's fine. I, I don't have a problem. Um, <laughs> it works. It's just. It's just the same, just a little <laughs> off the top. <laughs> just a little haircut, just a little trim. <laughs> just a little, a little less turtlenecky. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. But like, it's it a little cold. It gets a little cold. Right, right, right. <laughs> Holy shit. So, I mean, clearly, if I was a dictator, it would be um, uh, neuters and circumcisions all around. <laughs> And then unless once, you like you have a you have a you take an IQ test at 18 and if you don't score like above a certain number you just oh, oh sorry it's man. not it's not not meant for you see that is for the betterment of the population it's oh not it's not being a dictator it's or, or being I'm not trying to hitler this shit I'm just trying to do its best for everybody and then right. you also People can only have one or two children at most. That way, the population can't increase. It can only stay like it is or go down. Uh, I mean, and then maybe you change that like a thousand years down the road. We've got, how many billion, what is it? Seven billion people? I don't know what it is. When you just need a little bit more to pay into social security, you just, all right, you can start breeding again. You loosen. We'll have a year or two of uh, three babies. It's fine. Of three babies, yes. Those of you allowed to procreate, you may have one more. (laughs) Right. No, 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 no. You are forced to have one more. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Make a child in front of me. (laughs) But if you're two people and you create two children, well, the population is the same. So, like, the population would never increase. So, with the growth not of the... If, but not everyone's allowed to breed. Remember? Well, yes, true. Very true. But is it going to be that bad to let the population go down to, say, 5 billion? Is like, is that going to be that rough? I mean, you still have two kids... Like, why do we, I, some people want like seven kids or whatever. With the population increase, think about how many people have more than two children in their families. Like, how else would the population increase? Like, that's a shit ton of kids. Like, I don't need a t-ball team. I don't. <laughs> I don't need a t-ball team, man. <laughs> right. That's what other people's kids are for, to form the rest of the t-ball team. We need a little diversity. <sighs> I mean, I'm sure I I'm sure I'm looking at this all wrong, and that's why I'm not in a position of leadership. Um, I'm sure there's someone just raging. Somebody will be cringing so hard. I, I think people, but that's just our sense of humor, and we say I'll, say I'll say things just to get a rise out of people. Oh, or to I, get a reaction. I love like I, you don't necessarily believe it. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm a big fan of shock value humor. I'll yeah, make too. fun of anything. And no, I mean anything. It, things are off limits if the people I'm around are not with the whole... Because uh, then it's not funny if they don't laugh. Oh, exactly. Right. Like, if I say something and like it's a, it just offend them, I'm like, nah. Yeah. But ar- around you, I'll say, like, my, you know, you know stupid shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or on this podcast, which nobody listens to, so it doesn't matter. We're not offending anybody. Dude, you're right. <laughs> That's why we could say whatever we want. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if it's directly applicable to... Right, like, if your kid was, like, <coughs> stolen and sold into this, uh, like, sex slave industry or something. You might want to lay off those kind of jokes, but other than that... Right. That's just poor taste. Right, <laughs> right. You at least give it, a you know, six months before you start making those jokes around them. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> Only six months. It's like the, spo- uh, the, sp- like the spoiler cutoff. Uh, if you, you know, six months, I'm spoiling it for you. Right, if you haven't seen the movie yeah. by now, fuck off. Right. I say that like I actually watch movies until they come out on I Netflix. Don't. Yeah, I, I don't watch movies. I look them up on. I look up their uh, their synapses on the internet. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, got it. I do that with horror movies because I'm not gonna watch them. I do. I do not like to watch oh. scary movies. Um, you will love this. So I don't like watching scary movies. I do, but I like. I'm not afraid of them. But, like, every now and then I'll be in the shower and I'll be, like, my eyes closed and, like, washing my hair. Like, when I watch <laughs> The Ring for the first time and I'll be, like, I mean, granted, I was young. Yeah. But every now and then I'll just get a situation where, <laughs> you know, you just you just get that, ugh, feeling. Yeah, yeah. And it's because, like, I just watched something crazy. Uh, but, no, oh, there's a uh, YouTube channel called Found Flicks, right? Oh, gosh. And he... Just does horror movie breakdowns. He just gives you the whole plot. He analyzes it for you, and it oh, it's amazing. That's pretty he's dope. A, it's a really good channel. Like he'll do old movies, new movies. He'll do cult classics. He'll do indie movies. What was so that like, called I've, again? Uh, I think it's Found Flicks. Okay. I I really really like this guy's channel. Found flicks. Why is why is Found Flicks mother? Oh, cause the movie mother. I looked it up. Huh. But it it won't. Sometimes he'll just do suspense or some like or like weird, like uh, I don't I don't know. Just like weird, atmospheric movies. Okay. But the, it's great because I don't have to watch him. He shows all the good parts, and I get the gist of it. Yeah, I like. I mean, that's that's a way better synopsis than just reading the Wikipedia entry. And it'll also tell you if the movie was like good or not. He'd be like, "It was terrible. I hated sitting <laughs> through this." But <laughs> it's like a human centipede, five stars. <laughs> yeah, five stars. Human human centipede sequence three, five stars. <laughs> but I I really do like horror movies. I just don't like watching them on my own <laughs> okay like i don't know just like that mm. dark shit's awesome yeah some of it is like, some of it's very intriguing but i don't like to overthink that shit 
Right. The stuff that doesn't get to me that I can like watch and it's like no problem is like uh like Exorcist or Poltergeist or Oh uh, no, fuck those. Like a haunting in Connecticut, uh like anything with like paranormal ghost stuff just doesn't get me. Okay. It's like the stuff like a hostile hostile saw um Oh right. Midsummer. Hmm. Midsummer's a newer one. I haven't seen that one. It's pretty cool. They it's like a group of kids, they get group of like y- young adults. They <laughs> go to like Sweden Sweden or Nor some Nordic country. Nice. And they're like they're lured by somebody, obviously, and then they they t- take part in these like pagan rituals and they all get fucked. <laughs> and not in a good way. No. Well, one uh, one does in a good way, and Aww. then not in a good way. But yeah, it's a this the stuff where it's a human d- doing stuff to another human, because that shit is just like real. Uh, right, because like there are messed happened. up people like that out there. Right, like, like, uh, like hostile or anything to do with like yeah, hostile, and then like that kind of goes into like dark web stuff. <laughs> Are you familiar with the dark web at all? Uh, no, other than just kind of hearing the term and kind of knowing what it's about. I so would like, love for you to elaborate, I, though. What we, like, when you type in a Google search engine, it's like, I think 10%, or actually might be, hold on, it's it's some low percent, oh, here we go. 4% is the surface web. That's everything on Yahoo, Google, anything on a search engine, right? Whoa. So for you, you get access to four percent of the internet just by like surfing. Okay. There's ninety six percent of it is called the dark web or the deep web, right? But I mean, it's not all just it's not all evil stuff. It's not like it's not all like drug drug selling and cryptocurrency stuff. A lot of it's like legal documents and like records and like dead database stuff. Okay. But. There are, like, it was called Silk Road, and, like, on there, it was, like, a black market. Like, they'd sell, like, drugs, guns, all for a cryptocurrency, of course. Uh, I think people. Huh. But it was, like, it was real. And real. what's the web address for that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, you, can only, you can only access that thing... Uh, the deep web through uh, a special browser. The one I know of is Tor. Huh. See, I've never heard of that. Yeah, uh, it's. I think it's called Tor. And then um, you don't want to do that without like a ISP protection, or you you want to go in there pretty armored up because people will fuck your shit up. Oh, right. Like you gotta have a uh, what is it, VPN or something? Yeah, yeah. Like and a, a whole yeah, bunch like a of layers. Right, you want to be like an onion. But I think Tor will... Sorry, Tor helps with that. I... Why people use it. I kind of find that interesting. And I almost... Like, a, a deep nerd part of me would like to have a whole other computer just to do that. Right, get like a burner, right? And right. Just like, just that, there's a guy that I watch on YouTube... He sometimes does deep web browsing videos. Oh. Uh, 
forgot his name. Some, I think it's some ordinary gamers. Yeah, some some ordinary gamers. It's one word, and he does deep web stuff, and some social commentary stuff. Okay, and some let's play stuff. That's... Jesus Christ, he does a lot. <laughs> He's live right now. Um, nice. I do find that interesting, like very interesting, and you know, part of me wants to learn more and explore more, but at the same time, I know. I'm way out of my depth, and I have no idea what I'm getting into. Right, it'd have to be. I feel like it'd be something like you prep for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Here we go, and then you're just gonna like llamafanclub.com, but it's not even <laughs> like that. But like, there there is silly stuff on there. Like, it's not all like. Well, there's fake evil stuff, you know, people trying to be spoopy. Okay, right. And then there's the real stuff. But there's, like, no way to tell unless, like, you, you know, actually dive deeper into it. I mean... Which, yeah, why would you do that? It's terrifying. Yeah, but then there's, like, goofy stuff. Like, uh, there's, like, you know, doomsday, doomsday pages and shit like that. It's like, the world's gonna end. Oh, uh, conspiracy theorist type shit? Yeah, exactly. Interesting... You ever, so, I remember back in the day, I remember, like, there was, like, Rotten.com or something. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, you go there and have a whole page of uh, shotgun wounds. And it was, like, the real pictures. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, no, I remember seeing those, Rotten.com, and then there's stuff on uh, 4chan that I've seen. And I wish I didn't. Uh, I don't know what 4chan is, but... 4chan is a cesspit. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah, right. there's some... There's, like, there's like a good boards. Like, there's, like... There's, like, a... There's a moto, or there's, like, a... It's, like, an auto board for, like, automobiles and stuff. Okay. But then there's stuff, like... Just... Murder. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> No other way to and put like, it. Like videos, like there's like cartel videos of like some dude like behead. Oh man. Ugh. Ugh. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to can't, get into all Can't that. be unseen, but like all of it, I never like went out looking for it. I was just be like scroll, 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 scroll. Oh, uh, can't look away. <laughs> right. But I mean, I guess I did go looking for it. Like, like yo, morbid curiosity. I guess. Right. That's the so it's weird, man. Yeah. Sometimes like you kinda just wanna see it. <clears throat> like if if it's there in front of you. I guess it's well it's like the, you know people have been watching people die forever. Things like gladiators. Oh sure. Well, and if you don't understand the limits of our own humanity, like it, yeah, all right, people die, you know that. But if you don't understand, you know, what the aftermath of that looks like, besides what you've seen on TV and movies, like, you know, when you see something that's like, oh, this person was really killed like this, like, this is a real thing, it's not just movies. It, it puts it, you know, it puts everything into perspective, into reality, and you can, like, 
mm. now have a broader understanding of of life i think i don't yeah well it's like chas was telling me about like well he when he was going through cmt courses and stuff like the the people the, the instructors were like taught telling them about <clears throat> telling them about like certain events that happened like the shit that they've seen and that smelled and heard and seen oh yeah and what got me it was like well uh he was telling me about one instructor telling how like they showed up to like it was a burnt house and it smelled like barbecue but it was uh, people holy shit right and then uh like in his textbook there was like a pictures of like a degloved arm or a degloved hand oh wow hey i mean so the, I, there's some academic purpose <laughs> if you want to make an excuse for it sure yeah well my uh my brother-in-law like the first week as a firefighter he's like yeah i had to go into this building like or into this house under the floor you know it was like a maybe it was a trailer or something and get the dead body and like drag it out through the underfloor of the house um and it was pretty much just as gruesome as i just said um, and it was like his first week as a firefighter he's like he's told me stories i can't even remember that are just like wild just oh crazy just dead yeah dead people and dismembered stuff and just just crazy crazy stuff but that's that that's real life like that happens and all you know most of us live in our bubble and we don't have to deal with that mm -hmm. but it's real life right and then like you have for it reminds me of people who are like anti anti-hunting or you know any anything like that because they think it you know oh you're hurting the animals yeah. oh this and that i i am against like i don't like factory farming where they're just like strung up and just like slaughtered yeah it's, i've it's seen so, that you know, what, you know what i mean that's not ideal <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, right. say the, to say the least but like someone going out with a rifle or a bow and like hunting and stalking and killing right and that, harvesting for their own like to, to feed them and their families and like yeah they could go to the store and get it because we all can but you go out there and you get that animal that's in the wild that's not been like fattened up and GMO'd up and all this shit like this, yeah. you know, this wild, clean, natural animal. And that's what you're going to consume. Like, right. But they act like the, the hunting is inhumane, but they don't see that. They don't see how these animals, what they do to each other. Like nature is fucking scary. Oh yeah. Like that arrow through the heart and it dies as it bleeds out in like 30 seconds. Or the you know that rifle round through the heart and it bleeds out quickly as nothing when it's maimed and mangled from a turf war with another stag, <laughs> <laughs> right? Or mauled by a bear and its entrails ripped out, or a wolf comes up behind. You know what a wolf does? You know what the first thing they grab onto is? Uh, no. Genitals. Oh. They'll rip the genitals out. And they'll just bleed to death. Good lord. Because 
because their you know junk's missing. Like nature is violent. Well, to, to deny to deny that violence is kind of it's naive. It is naive, absolutely. And I went out. I didn't actually get a hog that time. Actually, I've never gotten a hog. But I was going out hog hunting, and my grandpa said, you, uh, if you get a, a boar, uh, be sure, as soon as you shoot him, as soon as you can, get up there and cut his balls off. I'm like, dear God. And he's like, but it's because a boar is a big, nasty, you know, boar hog. is all full of testosterone and crap. So if you remove his uh, genitalia as soon as possible, it minimizes the amount of stuff, uh, you know, from adrenaline and all that, but then pumping all that testosterone and male stuff through the rest of him and will make him less gamey and more appetizing. Mm. Uh, okay. And I was like, yeah, wow. Uh, you know, I would have never thought of that, but... There's um, got to be some truth to that, you know what I mean? Like... Right. I mean, he's, I mean, I'm not going to go fact check him. I will believe him because he spent his life doing that kind of stuff. He also, that was when he sent me out with a a 10 gauge shotgun with double lot buck in it. They're like, yeah, dude, they're like three inch long shells. They're like, you could take down an elephant with that freaking shotgun. I mean, not only is it a big round, but it's a big gun. Like, it's big and heavy and long. And you know, and I was almost like, man, like, I'm going to pull the trigger if I see something, but I'm going to hurt afterwards. And I just, I'm looking it up right now. Holy crap. Yeah. So he, when he first got that gun, it was like at a gun show or something, he picked it up first got that gun he's in a canoe and i know i've told you this but i'm telling it for the sake of uh our our listener singular um he's in a canoe and he's like gonna test it it, like what see the spray pattern on the water just you know you got to know how the gun performs or whatever it's a double barrel break action and so that's two triggers so not being prepared for what it would do it hit the first shot hit him so hard that he accidentally pulled the second trigger and it blew him out of the canoe and into the water. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. But then, and then my dad has told me independently of him, of he'll be in the airboat going down the Withlacoochee and there's deer on the bank and like still going, stand up. Pull out that 10 gauge, line up, boom, drop the deer, like still running, drop the deer, boom, and they'll go do whatever they're doing and like come back up the river and pick it up later. (laughs) Like, ah, thanks for waiting for me. Right, right. (laughs) Oh man, speaking of of killing, we're going to offend a lot of people on today's podcast. Um, Good, because if they can't handle it, get the GTFO. Um, but no, this is farm life. This is reality. So I'm weed eating. And, uh, did I tell you this? I, I'm weed eating the yard and I'm coming around the chicken coop and coming around the door that's open and I'm getting, I'm like, I'm like two feet away. The weed eaters like right next to, 
uh, this snake. And I'm like, holy shit. Big ass snake. It's like a corner rat snake. And generally they're fine. Except it's at the chicken coop. And we have like 30 something chickens. Uh, uh, so, well, come to find out. Mom was like, that's probably why we're not getting any eggs. Like, we have 30-something chickens. We've been getting less than a dozen eggs a day. And that should not happen, even during a molt or, or uh, even if they get, you know, if, they, if chickens get scared, it, it, like, stops their production. Like, something traumatizing will stop the them their laying for a period of time. Uh, okay. But they're getting less than a dozen eggs a day and finding some broken eggs. They're like, what is going on? So then I find this snake, big freaking snake. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I won't get into too much details, but I take care of the snake. Um, and I hold the snake up. Oh, you might've saw this on my Instagram story, but not. I did. I did see it. Yeah. Not but, dead, but like it was a big ass boy. Right. Not the final picture. Holding him up by his tail. He was as long, if not an inch longer than I am tall. Holding him up, even with my head, his tail, his head was still on the ground. That I'm six foot one. I, I mean, I, and I'm literally, this is zero exaggeration because the whole family was there. I'm like, do y'all see this? Like, I'm holding his tail up, head still touching the ground. He was a big, that's a thick ass boy. A thick ass boy. It's having a good meal. That was, sure was, because he was eating our well, fucking eggs. I, I mean, and that's the reality of it, because like the next day, mom goes, like, uh, hey, like, you definitely saved our eggs. Like, because look how many eggs I got today. Like, just the next day was like twice as many eggs. Because. Because this bastard was getting in there and eating them all. And it was broad day. It was the middle of the day. It was like 4 or 5 o'clock. Well, he's been doing it for so long, he just didn't give a shit. Oh, no, he didn't. And I think he probably just got done, like, chowing down. And he was a little lethargic. Which was the only reason I could actually engage him in combat. I'll tell you later. <laughs> it was kind of epic. But, um... Because <laughs> uh, other than that, he should have been able to easily get away from me. Um, and I don't like to kill indiscriminately, like for no reason, but this is a farm. If there's predators, coyotes, or birds of prey that like to kill the chickens or snakes or whatever, like we have to protect our, our farm, you know? Right. And again, one of those like harsh realities a lot of people don't want to think about or whatever, but uh, you know. Coons will do it too. Coons will reach in and grab a chicken and bite their heads off and leave the dead chicken in there. Like, like yeah, reach in no, through the fence. Things die, man. Right. Things die. Sometimes you're the one doing <laughs> doing the killing. Right. right. Sometimes you got to play uh, Judge, Jury, and Executioner. <laughs> Judge oh. Dredd. <laughs> right. I want that gun. Um... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, stepping off the topic of a uh, cold-blooded killers. Okay. Yes. <laughs> if we must. find a spot, a spot for September. Oh, you did go. Uh, no, wait. I said we need to find one. Oh, we need to find one. Oh, yeah. all right. So, how about just all of September? 
All, oh, all of September, heard, okay. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, so we're going to get off the grid, huh? We're going to uh, bug out, do a little camping or something. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, all of September. All of September. Uh, Utah it is. Fuck yes, dude. <laughs> that would be Utah, awesome. Utah, uh, just anywhere over there. Colorado, Nevada. Yeah, dude. All right, I don't want to go too deep in this um, hypothetical rabbit hole because we obviously can't do that. But what we can do is get a weekend somewhere here in Florida or South Georgia and just bug out with gear. And, well, that's it. We don't need anything else. Yeah. So, like, what I I would either I want to do find a place where you can camp on the beach because that'd be sick. Oh, that would. Beach camp or like, I don't know. But yeah, I would want to go see something. You know what I mean? I want like I want low light pollution because I want like a sweet ass night sky. And Her. then I don't know what to do from there to be honest with you. I don't even know. All the places I know are like local. Yeah, but I'm not against that as long as it's you know, as long as it's just out and away, like, I, I've been camping, like, right down the road from my grandparents on the Withlacoochee River, and, I mean, it's, like, a, a minute or 30 seconds from getting back to, like, the road, but you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere, and, and, and you are, you're camping right next to the river, um, and that was just a kick-ass time, like, I don't necessarily want to go to like a campground I want it to be like in the wilderness so to speak and then be like oh this is the spot because it's cool like off a trail or something yeah so even if it's like so even if it's like a wildlife management area or yeah or a beach or something where that, that does allow camping I think those are few and far between but we can definitely find one and and I would love to do some beach camping. I mean, I'm not I'm not writing that off, that's for sure. Um that would be amazing. Right, but I think like a lot of the um, I think a lot of beaches don't let you stay on them overnight. So it'd have to be like specific. Exactly. We'd have to research one that would allow it. But then, yeah, a lot of them are like no, kick rocks. <laughs> kick sand. Kick sand, not on my, not on my ocean. <laughs> but but there definitely are places we can do that. Um, but so I'm a big like I I like to go somewhere where I can do something as well. Like I was saying with Austin and I's travels. Like, we went to, like, Denver, Colorado, but not to just go check out Denver. Um, we went there to snowboard, and then we also checked out Denver. Like, it would be cool if it's, like, this area that we're going to check out, but it also has, like, caves that we can go explore, or a waterfall, or maybe some, like, kick-ass mountain bike trails, or... I, I don't know, but... Something there that's a the a destination. Maybe it's like some 
freaking ruins or an old fort in the middle of the woods that that you can like go explore and check out but it might not be necessarily where you are staying but it's close close or accessible or whatever right yeah because like i want like a, a day for travel and setup a day a whole day to just do whatever we want to do whether it's like a, go explore something or go check something out or you know like what you were saying just now yeah and then we can save the last day for unpack i mean we'll pack up travel back home and then settle back down for you know the work week right 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 exactly and that would be uh that would be amazing i mean and there's nothing to it but to do it so we just have to do a little uh a little exploring i mean and there are a lot of like kick-ass state parks that are centered around a, a spring or a or, or some kind of natural landmark or natural something or another that that would be awesome to go explore at the same time camping. I mean, then you verge on like being stuck in like a campsite or whatever. But it, but something like that might be okay if the other thing that we are there to check out is worth it. Like, yeah, we're gonna have. To I mean, because we've all. I mean, we've been to. Florida boys have been to every every spring locally. Uh, <laughs> working on it. I'm definitely working on it, but I realize there's a ton. I mean, I there's so many. There's so many, but like we've been to like the we've been to the popular ones. I can almost guarantee, like Juniper, Rainbow, uh, Silver. Yeah, Rainbow uh, Rock, uh, Silver. Yeah, uh, they're awesome. And then I find like there's some like random ones in like Ocala, like little ones. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that was there. Right. There's like those local, the local secret ones. Yeah. Oh, and then there's the ones on the river that aren't really marked. Actually, it's not that they're not really. They're they're literally not marked on the map. Like, uh, blue, blue spring or something. There's blue hole. Blue hole, maybe. Then there's Blue Sink, which is a, a swimming hole in the middle of the Ocala Forest. It, it is actually on the map, but you can only get there by something that can go off-road, or you got to be real yeah. brave. Blue Hole Spring is like it's just in the middle of the forest. Yeah, and that's a cool spot. A lot of good times there. Um, but then there's several that are like right off the river that aren't marked, um, and you got to know that they're there. It'd be like a curve in the river with a little alcove, and you still can't see it, but then if you go into the alcove, you realize back in there, oh shit, here's a spring, and it's clear, cool water um, that is a great spot to hang out and and swim and stuff. Something like that. We could literally just find one of those spots, take the job boat or something, and like, camp there. Uh, Damn. Yeah. That would be dope. I've never done anything like that. That'd be pretty intense. Yeah, well, that's what, I mean, you had seen on that uh, Instagram story, too, my buddies through the car drifting scene, they're like, they had this 50-year-old boat. Actually, it was a 60-year-old boat with a 50-year-old engine. And they're like, we're putting in a Lake Griffin, and we're going up 200, well, it was 100 miles up the river, and then 100 miles back. Um, and they were, like, wilderness camping along the way. Uh, they had all their gear crammed in this boat and like GoPros strapped to it and stuff like that. And 
they stumbled across my video of the Akawaha River, and they're like, hey, we're we're going to do this, like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, cool, I want to tag, you know, like, if you need somebody to tag along, like, I'm in. Like, I don't want to mess up your deal, though, but, um, but I, I did end up catching them more north end of the, of the Akawaha, and then I, well, I know I told you all this, but I ended up, like, they were waiting on me right south of a big lock on the Akawaha River, they were going to wait, and they had lunch or whatever while they're, they're like there for like 20 minutes. And then we hung out for another 30 um, and ended up missing the lock closed at like 3 o'clock. And we were trying to get through there like 3.45, not realizing it closed. And so they like missed the 15 more minutes they needed to get up into the St. John's River and get to the place they were going to camp for the night and be able to get gas and all this shit, because they were waiting on me, and I felt so bad. Um, they ended up, like, following me back all the way to where I'd put the boat in. And I, like, got all the gas cans and ran and uh, so they could get more gas. And then they put back in the river, but then had to go south. So, well, so then they're going back south. I think they camped for the night at the first place they'd stopped at. And then the next morning there was a smaller lock that they'd went through on the way up. But so when they got to the lock, one of the storms that had came through the day before, like lightning fried the lock, like this whole big, you know, you know, you pull your boat in and it shuts the gates and then the water either fills or lowers to the, to the level of the water on the other side and then lets you out. But the electricity hit the facility and fried the lock. So they like couldn't, get back like there's nothing there's nothing they can do their trailer to get home their truck and trailer or whatever is like down the river you can't just there's not another river you can take there's only the one river so they they actually had to like like some whoa i forget what they called him like some good florida samaritan used his trailer to pull them out and like drive them down to another spot to put in on the farther south on the river so they could continue their journey back to their vehicle. Like that's that's awesome though. Yeah, way awesome. But just this wild freaking adventure that I wish I could have went on from the beginning. Um so cool. Yeah, I felt really bad for screwing up part of their trip, but I guess it's all it's all part of the adventure. You can't plan that shit. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. Just embrace it. Keep trucking. Yeah. Like, there's no way to know. Right. And they're cool. Like, they don't They don't care. They're they're out for the weekend just on a boat and cruising the river. So they don't care. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't a, it was never about where they were going. It was about just doing it. Exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's cool. definitely that's the way to go. Be. Yeah. But, you uh, enjoy your time more. I think if you just do it that way. Right, if you try too hard to stick to your plan, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Also, low expectations. Always have low expectations. Man, this trip's going to suck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And I actually have gotten reasonably good at that. Be like, oh, man, I'd like to go here. Like, I hope you can do this. But if not, it's no big deal. But then when you do it, and especially when it ends up being, like, way better than you expected, that's the coolest big fan of that. I do that, I do that with movies. <laughs> right. 
they're like, oh, here we go. And then I'll, that makes bad movies even better. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm about to watch The Old Guard. They were talking about it at work. I got it saved on Netflix. That's going to be tomorrow. They were talking about that at work. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sitting here, I was sitting here last night, like, looking through Netflix. I'm like, I, I'll start remembering stuff. Like, once I looking at trying to remember all these shows and movies and stuff that people are telling me to watch at work. And I'm sitting here looking through like the Netflix stuff and I couldn't, I'm like, great. The one time I finally have time to sit here and watch something, I couldn't find anything. Mm -hmm. So I ended up watching, um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, the animated. Yeah. It was awesome. I've only seen parts because Jedi was watching it. Actually, was watching it like back to back. Uh, but it looked the parts I saw looked cool. Yeah, like the the art style was cool. The way the pop culture references were fun. Okay. The voice acting was great. It was really cool. It was really cool. I'll have to watch that like in in its entirety. Yeah, uh, I I would definitely recommend it for sure i'm definitely going to half-ass recommend and i don't remember if it's netflix or hulu but they just released like a couple seasons of it um but mike tyson mysteries <laughs> mike tyson <laughs> oh my god it's so good it has to be fattening because it's it's so good because it's actually him and i think I don't, I don't want to look too much into it, but I think he's almost really as big an idiot as he portrays <laughs> himself as. In a lot of ways, like, I think a lot of it... Is, <laughs> I think a lot of it is acting, but only to a point. Like, I think he's really... I Maybe want to believe... Maybe he's so self-aware, right? That he just... He just knows that this is what people expect of him, and he just does it. Right. Well, I mean... I bet, I bet you that, like, he's just like... Because, like, the whole, um... Fucking... What's that movie? The movie that he has a tiger and shit. Uh, oh, Hangover. Hangover, yes. Yes. Like, he was in that. Like, there's no way he's... Like, he's probably like self-aware and knows what people think about him and he just plays off it yeah because there's no way that they could like film an episode of mike tyson mysteries and him like not realize they're being like super sarcastic about how he is like right like he knows he just yeah it must be a self-aware like it's, it, it's gotta be but i just I love it so much. And I'm... Ugh, I love that kind of garbage television. It's it's quality. <laughs> uh, it's quality, man. He's supposed to be actually fighting again, I think. What? Yeah. Mike Tyson fight. I'm going to Google it real quick. Uh, no. Mike Tyson to face Roy Jones Jr. September 12th and next... Exhibition match. No way. Who the hell's Roy Jones Jr.? I'm not. I'm not a watcher of uh, boxing. Yeah, right. I'm not either. American Russian 
American Russian professional boxer. Uh, could they make up their mind? So he's 51, and Mike Tyson is uh, 54. Okay, so it's just like a, oh. goat, a goat match. Go- <laughs> right. He's going to take the greatest of all time and, yo, fight each other. Yeah, what movie was that with all the, like, older action heroes? Like the, oh, the Expendables. Old- Expendables, yeah. yeah. That was really good. <laughs> like, I enjoyed that movie a lot. Is there right. an Expendables 2? There's a third. Holy shit. I've, not, I've only seen the first one. But I like how they kind of like... They play off all the typical action movie tropes and they make fun of their own movies and like they break the fourth wall a little bit. Right. It's fun. It's just a fun, good time. I love that. And that's the perfect way to handle that. Because, I mean, you can't make them like... I mean, they do some badass action in those movies. Don't get me wrong. But you can't make it so serious that it becomes comical you have to make it comical that way the action appears that much more badass like right i don't know or or over the top you gotta go like over the top explosions or you gotta go john wick where it's just like oh he oh he's doing all of this right now son of a bitch that john wick 2 was on when i was shutting down the restaurant tonight and yes dude his like weapons handling i just oh i love it so much like if you watch john wick 2 and then go back and watch john wick 1 you're like wow keanu reese was shit in john wick 1 oh really yeah like i rewatched the first one recently and it's nothing compared to his or even the, the where he's at in the second and third one is just way more crazy because in the first one he's using like the center axis relock stuff which is not used by anybody mm, what, what, so what does that explain that it's like it's it's a way for a close quarters pistol fighting where like your pistol is in like in your non-dominant eye so you're actually blocking one eye it's weird i don't know how to explain it other than that whoa like it's made for like super close quarters training but but it's keeping your dominant eye free for to like analyze the situation that's going on or no, something no you're blocking with your hand <laughs> you're like, literally covering it your hand no, over I your don't. eye no, I think you're what you. I think you're watching. <laughs> you're using both eyes, but you're using your non-dominant eye as, and it keeps the the gun closer to you. I think. And then, like, if you're in a car, you can use it because you can kind of use your body as an index with it. Oh shit! Like shooting yourself or. Something. Oh, that's wild. Not, not sure, but all the nin- mall cop ninja tactical people are like it's lame (laughs) yes the good old internet trolls yeah you like this thing well it's lame (laughs) it's stupidest thing ever uh keyboard uh warriors i i have to i've never been that but i still have to like i realize how you can get caught up in it and you'd be like i'm not sure what you're saying is bullshit and i don't agree <laughs> like 
I've I get to it. Like I don't think I've made any YouTube. I made maybe I'll comment on your channel, <clears throat> but like I can't remember ever commenting on anything. Right, unless I'm being like, get, yo, this is I'm awesome. Like anxious, right? Unless I'm like, yo, good job. This is cool, and it's usually on smaller channels where they actually like read it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The big ones, it doesn't matter. I but. don't waste my time. Right. Or if I have something actually constructive to say, like, "Hey, dude, your intro sucks, dick." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, that's not nice. I'm working on it. <laughs> no, no, oh no. <laughs> I, I. Oh, like, I have, like, I'll get those every now and then, like, this is the worst something or another, whatever, and I'm like, cool, thank you for that very rude, constructive comment, or, or non-constructive comment, or whatever. Seriously? Someone would be like, yo, this sucks. Oh, yeah, 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 and I'll, I'll definitely, uh, like, comment oh, back, and I'm like, wow, that was really unnecessary. <laughs> like I have no problem doing that. Let me see if I can pull up some. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna find something with a lot of views. <laughs> I can pull up just my comments. This actually might be a decent segment on the on the podcast at some point. Reading my hate comments on YouTube. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Tighten up your main sheet. Your boom is swinging all over the place. <laughs> all right, thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. I, that guy was a little pretentious, but a little bit helpful. Uh, every year of editing? Right, right. Fuck you. And then some of it would be like from like five or six years ago, some videos from then. It, like, yeah, it might be like a how. Ever hear of editing? Like uh, back then? Nope, sure didn't. <laughs> right, this is from five years ago. No, right, right. Oh, this guy says, "Please sell the vet. You don't deserve it." I'm doing like an install on the uh, skip shift eliminator to stop it from. Um, if you're going slow or something, it won't let you like go into a certain gear. I can't even remember, but it would like lock you out of a certain gear for like emissions bullshit. And I would want to be like shifting in a second to, uh, uh, cause I would want to drift or whatever. And it was like stopping me from whatever. Anyway. So this guy, Jim Gordon, Jim Gordon says, please sell the vet. You don't deserve it. And I said, that is the kind of attitude that gives the previous generation of vet owners a bad name. This is a 20 plus year old car. Unnecessary comment, my man. Like, Fuck off. It's a cheap-ass old car. My Jeep cost three times what I paid for that Corvette. And so does your, your Honda. Like, like it's a project car. It's an old-ass nothing project car. And this guy says I don't <laughs> deserve the vet. Like, uh, People are, like, looking for a tutorial. and you're just, This is just, like, a vlog. It's not... It's not made for like instruction, instructional purposes. You know what I mean? It's you, it's you doing it and kind of figuring out your way through it. Right. People, people are just, come on. Well, this guy, of, knows, yeah, this but, guy knows the S14. <laughs> he did what? He noticed the S14. He's like, nice S14. 
Ah, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking keyboard warriors. And then you get the ones that, like, don't make sense. Like, you know, are, are clearly not of complete mental faculties. Right. And, uh, this guy about my cigar video says, I want them. Can you give it to me? Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> well, I did actually reply. You should buy me a drink first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. good. Yeah, you know, because I'm just well. This is two years ago, dude. Dude, this is crazy. Yeah, overwhelmingly positive comments though, so I can't. Uh... Right. No, I, yeah. I mean, you're gonna have haters. Like, it's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't you... have haters, you ain't doing it right. Right, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Someone told me that. And I was like, I don't want haters, though. I know it's hard to Everybody get. Everybody love me. <laughs> if only. Oh, what? I think a trip, trip, trip to Europe is good for you. A good lesson for you. Good lesson for me. What video is that? Yeah. On? This is uh, all my Cuban cigars are fakes. Oh uh, yeah, because they can get uh, they can legally get Cuban cigars there. There's no um, trade embargo with Europe, so like all the uh, cigar shops over there have Cuban cigars. Like they're Enrico. This guy sold you lots of North American people on this cruiser ship. Winks. <laughs> Enrico, <laughs> you sly dog. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to say to that. Um, thank you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have to say anything. Yeah. Dang, Casey, you're so much heavier in this video. <laughs> That's nuts, dude. You lost so much weight, dude. I'm thirty pounds down from my heaviest. Two ten was my heaviest. I'm one eighty. Dang, I haven't looked. I think I'm like one seventy four now. Coming down, my jawline again. <laughs> Seen those rippling uh, riblets. That was the word. Riblets. Yeah, they're getting there. I don't know. I might just continue down to 165 and just see what happens. If I can maintain strength the whole way down, I'll be like a pretty strong 165, and then I'll just bump oh, back up. Yeah, I mean, shit, you'd be. Cut at 165, like... Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. And just changing my body is fun. So... Oh. Yeah, true. Just see, because you, know, you hit a plateau and you don't see, but this change would be very obvious. Oh, yeah, 10 more pounds? Jesus. You're right, exactly. 10 pounds, especially on my frame, would be a lot. But if I notice, if I notice anything, like strength related going just like dive bombing i'm gonna stop that shit but oh, if i watch yeah. my diet it'd be all right yeah 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 i'm hoping i mean i've i put on a little more weight but not too much like pretty pretty lean weight but but i've noticed I got a little more which is fine because i'm going to be eating mashed potatoes uh oh well, i was going to say through a straw but i can't use a straw i'm going to be eating mashed potatoes and um, non-solid foods for the next few days, so I'm probably going to lose some weight from it. Stuff. Mashed potatoes, pudding. Yeah, yeah, like blended soups or some shit. You can't use a straw. Oh, yeah, because the the sucking. Right. Yeah, you're not, 
you're not gonna be able to do your side gig either. Right. None of that either. <laughs> you lose a whole bunch of income. And actually, it's after midnight. I actually can't eat or drink anything. So I was like stuffing myself right up to midnight. All right. Uh, like a bear, yes. like getting ready to hibernate. Oh, you're definitely getting anesthesia. They they wouldn't uh they wouldn't have you not eating if you weren't gonna do that. Oh, word. I was just watching a podcast today where he had like surgery on his eyelid. <laughs> and and they're like, "All right, so did you eat anything today?" He's like, "Yeah, I had breakfast." And they're like then the uh, prep lady was like, "Excuse me?" He's like, "Yeah, I had breakfast." And she's like, "How long ago was breakfast?" It's like they didn't tell you not to eat. And he's like, "No." <laughs> so they had to like they had to postpone a surgery. Yeah, like, yeah, to yeah. The very last bit of the day. And and that's what I'm not effing around with. Like I need these teeth out. I don't want to hurt. So I am not going to do anything to mess that up. Yeah, surgery's no joke. Last surgery I had was my appendectomy. Uh, excuse me. My appendicitis was removed through my butthole. Oh. Oh. Uh, my appendix I'm, was removed through my butthole. I mean, I got that part, but was it really? Oh yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure. It's commonly emergency surgery performed treatment. So you've you've been probed. Cameras. Oh. Oh, a lapra laparoscopic appendix removal. That's what they did to me. Laparoscopic, but through your butt. Well, that's where the camera went. Holy shit! Uh, I just pun intended, I guess. Um, Wait, I'm trying to figure out how they did it. Yeah, so that's like one through the belly button, one into my intestine. Oh, maybe it wasn't through my butt. All right, that's nice. That's good to know. Hmm. So you still have your black cherry, possibly. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I have no clue. But it's cool, you know, using tools and stuff, and the mm. camera. Super high tech. That's wild shit they yeah, can do nowadays. Hey, my append my appendix ruptured. Oh, like can't you die from that like quick? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I was like really close to dying. Nice. Like the uh, surgeon, it was like maybe like three a.m. The surgeon comes in, he's like, <clears throat> they do the cat scan stuff like that, and at that point, it's been ruptured for probably a couple hours. Uh-huh. And I'm like puking up bile. I'm shitting out bile. Just bile coming out of everywhere. Oh my god. And he's like, why'd you wait so long? I just looked at him like, I don't know, dude. Because I'm a guy? That's <laughs> what we do? Why would you even know. ask? And then, like, they stuck they stuck a tube into my nose, right? Okay. Down the back of my throat. And then into my stomach to drain out all the, like, backed up fluids, I guess. What? Like, my intestinal tract was, like, backing up, like, affected liquid into, like, my whole gastrointestinal system. Dear God, when was this? Oh, 2010. Okay, Decade. okay, got it. I was young. But, holy shit. Yeah. So, uh, that was probably the worst part of it. That sucked. Like, they just, like... Dip the whole thing in Vaseline. They stick the thing up your nose, and then like when it gets to the oh. back of your throat, 
they give you like something to drink to help you like swallow it into like your stomach. Oh dear God! Anyway, That's I like, horrible. Like, and it's on, thankfully, because like I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm like puking as it's going down. <laughs> what? And it's like sucking up like the stuff that I would be vomiting, so they like, kept me clean at least. <laughs> and then it once it gets it gets in there, you can't like close your mouth because you can't breathe through your nose anymore. Oh my god! So you're like ah. That's yeah, that was the crazy. wildest shit. And then, like, uh, I guess I passed out, um, or I blacked out. I didn't pass out. I blacked out before I got, like, the anesthesia and stuff. Like, I guess just from, like, the pain meds they were giving me and the pain I was in. Yeah. Because um, I, I guess my mom, my mom was telling me, I was, like, trying to, like, rip the IVs out and, like, rip the tube out of my nose. But I have no... I was blacked out like an hour before the surgery, I guess. Holy shit! And then, and then I just wake up in my wake up in my bed like, what the fuck? Like it took me a second. I was like, what? What just happened? <sighs> and then like I tried to move, and I got like a bunch of tubes in me. I still have the thing in my nose. At this point, I have a catheter in. Dear God! <laughs> I have an IV in both arms. And I have like a drainage tube coming like from you know you're like your pelvic bone right above your wiener. Yeah, yeah. Alright, like go like an inch up and I had like a tube coming out of there. I guess to like drain like excess fluid and liquid. It was like a squeeze ball. Dear God. It was like a squeeze ball and the nurse had to come and like drain that out every few hours. That's I mean, I don't even know what to say. I was in the hospital for like a week. I lost like 20 pounds, I think. Oh, that's bullshit. I was like 110 when I walked out of there. <laughs> I looked like straight like... <gasps> Skeletor. Skeleton. But then it, like, what annoys me is they waited till I woke up to take the tube out of my nose. Well, oh. they waited till I woke up to take everything out. I guess they didn't want me, like, vomiting and choking on it or something. Uh, okay, yeah. Coming out was better than going in. Like, the tube in my nose. Mm. The catheter just felt weird. It didn't hurt. It just felt weird. Oh, I bet that would. And then, when they removed the tube from, like, it felt like it was sliding in between my abs. Like, the Whoa. tube was, like... It didn't hurt, but it was the most uncomfortable feeling. Like she was like, you gotta relax because if like I tight like if my core tightens when it's coming out, it could like catch, like catch the tube what? and keep it from pulling out. So she's like, just try your hardest not to like freak out. So I like I was like, she did it quick, but it was, <laughs> but then you're already starting to freak out because you can't freak. You're not supposed to freak out. Right, right. Mm. That was. The most annoying part about the whole thing was I had so much IV fluid coming into me, I was peeing every hour on the hour. Like clockwork. Oh, like, but through the catheter or after? No, after. So I had, to, I had to get up constantly to pee. Oh, man. Like I couldn't get a good night's sleep. Uh, so what do I need to look out for? So 
this doesn't become a problem for me as well. Um, a pain in your lower right abdomen. Heard. I think I'm starting to feel one all of a sudden. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. The placebo. Oh. It was, yeah, it was like, I felt, at first it felt like I just had too much chilies the day before. <laughs> and then it was just like nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. Uh, and, then after, and then after that, it was like, ow, someone's stabbing me. And then when it ruptured, it was like, ow, someone's ripping ripping my organs out so uh, i mean oh, i was at a uh like a what like one of those quick like 24-hour clinics yeah and they sent me home with gastritis and it ruptured in their waiting room oh shit they gave me a shot for uh nausea in my butt and was like all right go home and then like two hours later i was in the emergency room getting oh man so you were like Trying to get it handled, and they just misdiagnosed or whatever. You could have died. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like looking back on it, should like sued those mother. <laughs> That's why I don't want to be in the medical industry. Like I, I've got friends in it, and I'm like, I, I don't, I, I don't see how you can do it. Thank God for people like that. Um, because I couldn't do it. And I I know I couldn't do it. I don't even think I told you any of the crap that's going on with my grandma now. Um, yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the but what's happened in the past couple days? Oh, okay. So it was like two days ago. Uh, my grandma, which has we we don't know if it's Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever. Um. But so she fell in the like afternoon or whatever. They're just going to try to get a burger or whatever. Um, and mom says, hey, Papa just called. Can you come over and help pick her up? Um, so she like, oh, no, this was at night. Earlier that morning, she fell and broke her tailbone. So now she has a broken wrist, broken elbow, broken shoulder from one fall like several weeks ago. Um, and then... Within the past, I mean, I guess it's four days now, but as of yesterday, it was within the past three days, she has fallen five times. One of those broke her tailbone. So now she has, like, sit on a donut and this and that. But she's getting, like, worse. Like, she does not like Papa. That's her husband. Does not want to be in the same house with him. He's trying to choke her. He's, like, trying to kill her so he can be with his girlfriends uh, and the other um, girls he's seeing. Like, he's seen them, and he knows he wants to kill her so he can be with them. Like, all this, like, wild stuff. Um, and so, so let's say three nights ago or two nights ago, She's, like, not letting him sleep and, like, poking him with her cane and, like, broke his glasses, like, twisted him. I don't know how Shit. she did that. Her hands barely work. Um, and yelling and then, like, singing loudly and rudely to, like, keep him awake. He got, like, zero sleep. Um, so then the next day, after she's fallen again, 
and we went and picked her up. Like, things were getting so bad that, uh, like, we got there, and he's telling mom, he's like, all right, I, I can't do this. Like, we've got to get her help of some kind. Um, some kind of, like, assisted living or something like that. And, but they, so, he's like, but they have a, sorry, I'm hearing, uh, apparently my cat's trying to, they're mad that I have the door shut. They're desperately trying to get in. Um, but so, she has, like, this appointment with the mental health people or whatever to evaluate her and, and see about the possibility of, of an assisted living or something. Because it's beyond home health because... Um, well, it's just beyond. I'll get to that in a second. So, we're like, just have to get through the night. And she's being so abrasive and combative. And Papa's like, you know, he's a zombie because he hasn't been able to sleep. And she won't, you know, he can't leave her alone to get some sleep because she'll like get up and fall down. Um, so actually last night I ended up staying the night because um, I'm like, listen, if we can get her to this appointment, then they can, you know, get her um, into assisted living or something like that. Like this will solve all our problems. At least we were hoping like I'll go over and I had a whole bunch of stuff I needed to do too, of course, which I'm not like being bitter about it. You know, family comes first. That's like why we're living here and why we're, choosing to stay here instead of going and getting a house or something, you know? Um, but like, yeah, I'll just go spend the night and that way Papa can get some sleep and, and I'll basically babysit her. And, uh, my sister came over for a little bit and Amber came over, um, as well. Um, and we ended up like bringing over the computers, which I got no nothing accomplished on the computer. Cause it kind of had to like, pay attention, but Amber brought over stuff to cook, and and we, Papa went out to their, like, camper van and slept, which he was extremely grateful for, but, so now, Moma will be like, I gotta go to the bathroom, but she can't get up out of the chair herself, so we have to get her up, but nothing's easy about it, because she can't walk, she has a bad arm, she can't even, like, you know, Either have to get her in the wheelchair or get her into the walker, and she moves like two inches at a time. And then she's like, get her into the wheelchair, and she's like, okay, can you take me to my house so I can go to the bathroom? I mean, we're in her living room. Right. Um, and then, okay, uh, which bathroom do you want to go to? She's like, oh, I don't know. Like, you want to go to this one right here? Like, okay, we'll go to this one right here. And she's like, no, no, I don't want to go here. Like, and then you got to take her down the hall. And then... It's like this whole back and forth, and then she, it gets so much worse between the bathroom parts not going well and her being naked for whatever reason. And listen, the one thing you do not want is to see your grandmother naked. No, man. Oh, man. Yeah, and like... But she's like, all right, can we get you some pants now? Or whatever? She's like, no, no, I don't need that. Or something. Then, when she does finally want pants, like, yeah, I want the... Like, okay, how about these? I'll go with the shirt that Amber finally got on her. Like, no, no, the lavender ones. Well, there's no lavender ones. Or it's like, so where are your pants? They're like, oh, they're in here. And it's like a chest at the end of the bed. But there's nothing 
there's nothing in there but like blankets and so uh, fucking roughest night ever and Amber God bless her handled a lot of it um, you know I'm more muscle Amber's more like caring but she doesn't know what to do in those situations I don't know what to do in those situations that's so it's so hard like I, I can't even fathom yeah I never understood the depth of and I'm, just, I'm calling it dementia because we don't know exactly what it is but I never understood the depths of how fucking horrible it is and to like lose a loved one that's still alive still there but at the same time not there at all like right. like it's it's so hard cuz like you'll get frustrated because you don't like understand but at the same time like you know like that's still your you know grandma right yeah and yeah man so i don't i don't even know like like she kind of like fell asleep for just a, a little bit at midnight and then was back up at three but it was like an hour or so before she kind of like sat back down and then finally nodded off and then up again at like seven jeez i mean it was oh man it was i was so mentally exhausted this morning like got her loaded up um mom came over yeah and it was kind of a thing like no mom you, you go home you gotta take care of your stuff like like we'll we'll babysit like we're fine with this um and so then mom came back in the morning to to get her in the car to take her to this very important appointment um and then so i finally got home at like nine it was just so mentally exhausted and physically as well i guess but i couldn't i didn't really get out of bed other than just to grab something to drink which generally consisted of vodka um until like one until I'm like all right i should probably get in the shower and get ready for work and um uh, but so so then they take her to this damn appointment and these people have had heads up we've called them about what's going on they like prescribed her over the phone this like medication kind of that did help her sleep the the few times she slept through the night um but also for schizophrenia and stuff like that but she was still seeing things and all kinds of crazy stuff but um it goes to the appointment and then they after um my sister contacted them about the situation because she's something in the medical industry and and uh, previous visits with my mom and my grandma and calls that day about like we don't know what to do rather we need to just call 911 and you know get her to the emergency room so somebody can help her or you know they ended up prescribing the medicine or whatever but so after all that the appointment today they're like okay so we're going to assign her a home health care specialist like somebody to come out and yes me they'll like I guess make sure she's, you know, 
clean and like do all the kind of the physical nursey stuff that my grandpa is incapable of because uh, he's not strong enough and he's not and she hates him and doesn't want her doesn't want him to touch her and is combative with him right that's crazy that's nuts and so now it's like back to square one so like well except her uh my mom's brother my uncle he he drove down after all this situation going on uh he got down here this evening and he's staying uh through the weekend with her um so at least there's somebody else there but uh you know you never like you know assisted living i'm like oh that's shitty just put your your loved one in an assisted living facility yeah you think that until you're in the situation where you're like it's the only way that's going to give everyone any kind of quality of life like it's it's almost now kind of switched more to giving papa some kind of quality of life like right like it's people shouldn't judge like that like it's not you're not people always assume like oh you're abandoning them it's like no that's that's not <laughs> that's not what's happening at all <laughs> right we're not sticking them there because like oh, okay cool we don't have to worry about grandma anymore no i mean jesus christ like like people would be there every day to see her or whatever well, and I mean, I say that, but with COVID going on, they might not even be allowed, which might also be why they went for home health instead of um, a facility, because if she's there, might only be one person allowed in, like period, like a hospital stay. Going to the hospital, only the one person can come in for the duration of your stay. Nobody else is allowed in to see them. Um, I mean, I don't see why an assisted living facility would be any different. So maybe it's something like that, but, but there is no, except for knowing our names, there is no, like MoMA is not there. Like she is not, she's basically completely gone. And I don't know. And that, and it and it really fucked me up today. I don't I don't know how else to put it. And I'm not like the most like sensitive guy or whatever. Like, but but that's really hard. And I'm dealing with such a small percentage of this compared to like my mom. Like she's taken the full brunt of this entire situation and just trying to hold it together. I've never I've never seen anything or like experienced anything like this or you know watched it hit so close to home and it's it's a, it's wild for me uh, I don't know uh, so that's been my day uh, yeah no that's intense bro <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I hope I don't ever have to you know handle something like that yeah I mean, and, I, and, I, or if and if I ever become like that, like I want, kind of like how like she was to your mom, like, hey, this happened. Just so you yeah. know, if I think these things, you know, kind of set that up with my son or whatever, because it is in my fa it's in my family too, and who knows? 
Right. Yeah, and like, I mean, I think that is important to have that conversation because, you know, it's like a week ago, there was still part of her there that would come back and she would be herself again. And now it's not. So now there's no more way to like, to talk to that person or that person talk to us and be like, you know, this sucks. Like, and I'm sorry. Like, she's she's just she's just gone. And that could that that could be maddening, because like, you'd be you know you. Well, what if we try this? What if we you know try to remind her this per remind her about this and then. Yeah. It's fruit. It's just fruitless in the end, and it's kind of depressing. It is, and I have to like remind myself, like she, because she'll be talking all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, I picked her up one time, and she's like to Papa, like, "Oh, we're having five boys next time, or something, or you know, just stuff that doesn't make sense, or whatever." It's like we've been married for fifty-one years, and I don't actually know how long they've been married, but my mom is 56 or something like that. Whatever it is, she's more, she's, she's older than the 51 and they were married before she was born kind of thing. You know, so, so all the, everything she's saying is not, it's, it's coming from a different point in time or just a different, she's just, she's just not right. there. That's not even old memories manifesting. It's just like the synapses firing. Right. And we think a lot um, of it's Dr. Phil. Um, <laughs> some of the... What? Some no of the, way. Yeah, I guess she watches Dr. Phil. Like, that's her garbage television. And, uh, okay. Because some of the stuff Mom was saying is like... Like stuff that's on that show. Um, that she's never experienced. Like, it's not... You know, she's never dealt with any, like, crazy shit that's, like, on Dr. Phil. Um, so it's, it's yeah, it's just uh, synapses firing that are, that are pulling these, these memories that, and putting together these scenarios that she didn't actually experience, but she's recalling them from somewhere. Uh, <laughs> right. Like the brain's just grasping to whatever it can re re recall. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, back down the rabbit hole we went. This is a. This <laughs> should, yeah. This should be like couch sessions or something. It feels like therapy sessions. I mean, it's therapy for me. This this no, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, same. Yeah. Especially going all day without. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Not really talking to anybody. I have my son, but he just gaga goos at me. Yeah, he doesn't talk yet. What the hell? Right? Jeez, he's old no, no son of mine. <laughs> yeah, he what? should be speaking philosophy by now. <laughs> I wonder what, like, if stuff like this or the YouTube or the whatever will still be floating around when our kids are old enough to like oh, stumble across it and be like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> dad you were retarded mm -hmm. listen here son it was a different time <laughs> right back in my day 
I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Only because, like, my my dad, he died when I was young. I was, like, five or six. I think I was six years old. Oh, wow. But, like, there's not a, there's not a lot, like, a lot to, like, remember. Like, I got pictures and stuff. There's this old recording of him playing in a band. He played bass for, like, a band. Like, there was an old recording of that. Oh, cool! But like, other, like, but like, other than that, there's no media for me to like. I can't like see. I can see pictures, but like, I can't hear him or I can't see him like moving. Like, there, oh. there was. We had like to record something. You need like the giant, you know, VHS record like camcorders. Yeah, yeah. Which we did not have. So. <laughs> uh. I think it's. I think doing stuff like this. Eventually, I want to like do YouTube. Yeah. Uh, stream. I want. I want to stream and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I. I mean, because that is like a journal or you know time capsule or whatever that's right forever there. And I like that. I want to be able to go back and see how I've grown, see how I've changed, and then if my son wants to, when he gets older, he can see you know what is. What dad was like when he was little. Right, right. Or God forbid if I, you know, croak one day, croak early, he'll have something to, you know, be like, oh, my dad was a total goofball. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty, I think that's pretty important. And, and it's, it's less like, I've heard of like, a dad set up an email account for the kid when it was born and like every day or I don't know how often, but would send maybe like a message and some pictures to that email account. And then when the child gets old enough, be like, Hey, you ever want to check this out? Check out all these emails. You know what I mean? It was almost like a journal to their kid um, that they'll like have forever and get to look back on all these these memories and that's pretty cool like i mean and that's cool to in one way because it's directly to the kid but at the same time like discovering these like videos or pictures or whatever that weren't intended for them that are about their parents or loved ones that's that's special in its own way too right yeah even like this actually i'm going to send it to you right now picture i found while we were over there of my grandpa and he's like laying on the deck of a boat using a fender as a pillow wearing like the same clothes he wears now like the plaid shirt and jeans or whatever and he's like smoking a pipe and i'm like that's i'm like right like that's cool as shit but Oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be more to this. I don't remember. Oh shit! <laughs> but the um the time capsule thing is pretty cool, and I you know I realize you know there's so much knowledge now and in information. Like my grandma's the genealogy one. She she has all the family history. She she knows it all. And there's a lot. There's lots of books and lots of uh, things she's put together on everything she's studied and found out but you know there's a ton of stuff that's now gone i mean already gone she's still there she's right across the field she's a quarter mile away from me right now and all that information's gone forever because she's not going to get better 
maybe for a period of time, but but know. there really is no yeah, there's no cure coming back right like nope, nope, she is gone, and that's you know that's sad and crazy, and I mean, you can't like let it consume you and right, but again, that kind of you know she's seventy nine years old, like fuck, that's not that far away. For me, (laughs) (laughs) it'll go. From what I hear, it goes by pretty quickly. So, (sighs) damn sure does. I try to kind of pushes me to do things and experience things, and also pushes me to make bad choices from time to time. I suppose, but (laughs) Eh, were they bad if you enjoyed it? I mean, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Hold Could, up, my son just woke up. Uh, doesn't he know what time it is? Right. It was oh. just his uh his mid midnight nap. That's all that was. Mm. He's up and at him now. No, not really. He'll probably pass back out in like an hour here. <laughs> well, I guess that's a convenient uh, end Stop to the point. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Unless you have anything else you want to add or um, uh, enlighten uh, upon. No, sir. Uh, I'm finally tired. And I'll be oh, getting teeth pulled in uh, eight hours. Oh, good luck, brother. Appreciate it, man. Um, well, this has been another successful Shower Thoughts with Will and Case. And... Uh, We will see y'all on the next episode. See ya. All right, man. Bye. Bye.